Why are we here? We are here because Troy is not here because Troy probably fell asleep or he's actually watching Survivor. So for those of you who don't know, typically on Wednesday nights, we stream the RPG Academy Presents Ghosts of Saltmarsh. And then we used to, on the off nights, stream Detention, where Michael would sit down with a guest and they would just talk about a host of random, random topics and just to kind of chat. And tonight, it is back. Detention, the must love, people love the show. People watch Detention all the time. All right. And we decided that we are going to jump on that bandwagon. So, Jake. Yes. Welcome to Detention. Thank you. I'm happy to be here. I'm happy to be here. Be here as well. I actually cleared my schedule to make sure I could be here. Yes. And so we're not going to waste this time. We're going to talk about the Dungeons & Dragons and tabletop role-playing games. That's not a waste of time. No, it's not. So, Lizzie, you can. Lizzie is in the chat right now. And <laughs> thank you. All right, Jake, we don't have a format at all, so we're just going to wing it. So that's what detention's about. So before we really get started, Jake, who are you? Oh, man, that's a that's a question for the ages, Tom. Timothy. Can I call you Timothy? No, you can't. Just call me Tom. Oh, okay, Tom. I am a man who grew up in a very sheltered household. Uh, you know, like very strict Christian parents. <sighs> And uh, I I was not allowed to play any kind of uh, role-playing game. Uh, it's a really funny story, if you want me to get into so, that. I do. All right, so this is what we're going to do. First segment of detention is going to be History Time with Jake. History Time, history with, time Jake. with Jake. Don't worry, Michael. We'll get to some of your silly improv games. So go for it, Jake. So, Tell here us. we go. Take us back. Little, little Jake. Little Jake. Little Jake. So... Uh, my my family uh, one day walked in on me and my brother beating the crap out of each other. And what were we shouting? But we were shouting, go, go, Power Rangers. Uh, so my mom was like, oh, my gosh, this devil box is is making my children beat the crap out of each other. So we were allowed to have like VHSs, you know, uh, for you Zoomers out there. That's uh, what they used to watch movies on before DVDs and before Netflix. Okay. Um, and so she got rid of that. Uh, she got rid of cable, basically. Cable. They didn't have antenna, anything. There was no outside connection. And so instead of waking up every morning and watching Saturday morning cartoons, we actually tuned in to a radio station. Uh, local 93.3. Um, like it's the Christian... Uh, radio station, but they had these radio shows on in the morning, like old style radio shows, just like sound effects and everything. Uh, and me and my brother would just sit there, we'd get like an old cassette tape, we had a whole box of them, and we would record these radio shows. And, you know, they were kind of like little mysteries and whatever, but it all sort of tied back into God and Jesus, right? But there was a certain two-part episode where, before it started, it said we had to go get our parents' permission to listen. Oh. And of course, my mom was like, what? This What's going on? Whoa. All right. So, we yeah. PG-13, Christian Radio. Yes. Do go so on. We uh, we go get mom, and she comes in, and it's got a little message for the parents. And it's like, we're going to be talking about role-playing games and how dangerous they are. Right? And this is right in the middle of... 
not the original big outcry against Dungeons and Dragons, but it was still, you know, harping off of that fear, right? Yep. And so the the whole episode, it's so surreal because like this one guy, his cousin comes in and he's like really into role playing games. He's like, oh, you couldn't handle it. And he like takes him out in the woods and gives him a wooden sword and starts beating the wooden sword like fighting, right? But then, like, eventually the kid starts hearing it as metal clashing on metal. And he's like, oh, you're ready for the next step. And then, like, they go out in the woods and during a thunderstorm, and they're literally trying to summon a demon. And so, like, my mom heard that, and she was like, never will you play any kind of role-playing game ever. That's just the devil worship. And I was scared, because, like, literally Satan was being brought forth in this, like, episode, right? With the wooden swords. Well, I mean, this is later. They had, like, candles, and they had, like, a book. I'm sure it was the player's hand guide. Um, <laughs> of course. You, everybody knows you need candles and a book. Doesn't matter yes. what kind. All right, let's go. But what's so funny about this is, first of all, like, clearly they were LARPing. You know, they were going outside and doing crap. So, we don't do that. I, yeah. Um, but, yeah, I, I remember in high school, I had some friends who was like, hey, we should you know, we should play Dungeons and Dragons. And I was like, oh, no, I can't. And I, I was too embarrassed to say why, because I knew it was kind of, like, out there, but I was like, no, I can't. And then finally, I got a job working with Tom's brother, and, you know. <laughs> Whoa, we... hold on. My brother, Caleb? Yes. He's the Caleb. one who corrupted you? Well, no. Okay, all right. Could, so, all right I shouldn't interrupt. He, yeah, I was just giving context for, okay. for everything. Um. But yeah, they're the guys in the geek squad at Best Buy. Turns out they're actually geeks. Um, and they were already playing Dungeons and Dragons. And because like I was the new kid and everybody's like, oh, this guy's kind of funny and cool. They're like, hey, you should come watch. And of course, by the end of the second night, they're like, okay, this guy's playing. And it was the most fun I've ever had in my life. Like, it was just, it's everything that I ever wanted. Because I used to be a theater major uh, before switching over to like, you know, film and multimedia oh you don't uh, say yeah okay. and so like improv games like that's i know i know all of them you know okay so this is interesting there's a lot to un- there's a lot to unpack here yes yes right. there is so there's a lot to unpack here but we're gonna we're gonna come back dear listeners join me as we take a short break for a little bit of some improv all right so we're going to do an improv game and then we're gonna get back to the story so I'm doing these improv games based on memorization when I've been on detention. <laughs> so I am improving the improvisational games. Yeah, get some, Michael. Alright, so Alright, so have you ever heard of the game Where Have My Fingers Been? I Okay. I could say I have not. Okay. Well, I'm about to teach you. Alright. I never realized how dirty that sounds, but okay. <laughs> All right, so this is the concept. We're gonna sing this little. We're gonna sing a little tune. All right, I'll sing it with. All right, and it goes, "Where have my fingers been?" I say, "Where have my fingers been?" All right, so you sing that tune, and then I will tell you where your fingers have been. All right, and then what you do is you do a little short thing with your fingers. All right, and you just act out this scene. It's a very. It can be whatever. And the prompt that you have to give me, because I'll start first, okay? It needs to be like, so where have my fingers been? Where have my fingers been? And then you say something like, your fingers have been to a comic book store 
in France. All right. And then so like just it could be whatever or your fingers have been to the moon that's made of cheese, whatever you want. OK, so I want you to start thinking about where have my fingers been as I vamp and sing this song. OK, and then we're going to rinse, wash, repeat and you're going to do it. OK. 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 No pressure. I just have the track record for being pretty bad at this. Okay, so here we go. Where have my fingers been? I say, where have my fingers been? Your fingers have been to a parallel universe where shoes can speak. All right. It's time to go running, Jeffrey. No! Not again! Don't do this to me! And that's where my fingers have been. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so that got way darker than I really ever anticipated. And as I. Shoes live a very tortured existence. And as I was saying that, I was like, oh my word, this is really dark. (laughs) Okay. Where? Have my fingers been? I say, where have my fingers been? Your fingers have been in Canada, but it's very hot. Ooh, same, mate. <laughs> it's very hot here. Sorry. Would you like to play hockey? Oh, we can't. Why not, mate? All the ice has done melted up here. Oh, sorry. Guess we'll have to play uh, field hockey instead. <laughs> <laughs> all right jake that was a lot funnier all right than it ever should have been <laughs> because did you think that you were in australia uh, you said made a lot i i don't know anything about canada except sorry sorry okay never mind. sorry okay and down they say down right a, a, a boot a boot a boot a boot, the, oh, a boot. that was yeah. the other one I say yeah okay dang it yeah that's okay you did a good job that's my canadian accent needs more work it does i expect it was also a parallel universe where they speak in australian accents in canada <laughs> all right so enough of that nonsense so now we're going to continue we're going to pick back up the story of jake all right so jake you're one of our players in the ghost of saltmarsh game i didn't even people should know that well, I, I'm you know, famous for this it. is a different show. This is not Ghost of Saltmarsh. This is detention. We have completely different audiences, mm. of course. So, yeah, Jake, you're one of the players in Ghost of Saltmarsh. Before that, you were part of Waterdeep Dragon Heist. I got to meet you. You said you met my brother, and you all played Dungeons and Dragons together. And then, so now we pick up. But my scene. So the yeah, the camera, we fade to black, and now it's a different scene. Jake is doing his thing with the Geek Squad. Tom, he gets a call. It says Caleb. Tom's like, why is my brother calling me? And he's. I pick up the receiver. <laughs> the receiver? <laughs> the receiver. Do you have... Is this back in yeah, time yeah. Hey, where hey, you had an actual... Don't ruin my immersion. Okay. Oh, sorry, so, sorry. All right. So, and Caleb extremely ecstatic tom all right i look you're a good gm okay but i have met someone who's better all right his name is jake i'm like well what does jake offer that i don't tom he's funny and i was just like (laughs) 
what are you doing? So no, but so Caleb did. He called. He was. He was like, this guy is like the best Dungeons and Dragons player ever. And I was like, me pushed up my glasses and I was like, well, we'll see about that. You invite me over. And so Caleb did, and I was like, okay, this guy's okay. I was like, now, hey Jake, do you want to be a part of our live stream? <laughs> and that's basically that's basically how. No, no, no. So anyway, so yeah, I got to meet Jake through my our brother. Not not our brother, my brother. It is our brother. Our brother. He's a brother to me. He's all right. And we got to meet, and we just started playing games, hanging out, having a good time. You started coming to a catacon. I told you about this super sweet convention. And then we were at this time. I wasn't part of the academy. We were both fans of the RPG Academy. And then Michael asked me, "Hey Tom, you want to be a part of the RPG Academy?" I called Jake up, and Jake's like, "You're in." You're in. All right. The plan is working, Tom. All right. So, <laughs> okay. And no, so that's kind of where I met you. So now let's, let's, let's bring it back. All right. So you, you, you met, you started playing Dungeons and Dragons again, right? Yeah. So first time it was my, uh, my buddy's house. It's in the basement. Um, and man, like everybody was really cool. And, but the GM was one of the, uh, flying by the seat of your pants kind of GMs, ah. which, I mean, I can respect that, but as somebody who, I don't know, I read a lot of books, or as Tom would say, I listen to a lot of books, because apparently listening to audiobooks doesn't count as reading. No, 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 I have never said that. All right, for the record, I will state that listening to audiobooks is just as good as reading the audiobooks. Okay, thank you. Okay, don't put words um, in my mouth. Sorry, I... <laughs> Maybe it was the other camp. It was probably it Caleb. Count. He's a lot more negative than me. <laughs> um, but so, you know, I enjoy I enjoy the story aspect of D anD D more than anything, and I think that's what really comes through when we do the RPG Academy presents. Is yeah, we have fun and we do a little bit of combat, but I think more than anything, we're focused on what makes a good story. Um, and so very quickly, the flying by the seat of your pants GM realized he could not keep up with the pace that the rest of us were making. Um, and so he's like, okay, I, I can't I can't DM anymore. And so everybody kind of just stopped playing D&D. And I was like, you know what? What if I just, you know, start doing the same thing? Except I would, you know, I had already had like this idea for a novel that I was going to write. And I was like, I could just take a bunch of that crap, you know, throw it together. And so I realized very quickly that I, w- I was way too good at this because, like, by the first night, I had made my own world, like, because I, I didn't know anything about the Forgotten Realms or anything. I was literally just going off whatever that first experience was and just continuing to tack on my own world. And so I had a map, I had all the cities, I had the whole campaign planned out, and I was just, like, ready to go. And, uh, yeah, so the, the players came in. And it was a very awesome thing just to be able to, you know, craft the story. And maybe I have a little bit of a god complex, but I always enjoy being in control more than I do like being a passive player. And I know, Tom, you probably have a lot of people who would count themselves as passive players, right? Over the years, uh, yeah, absolutely. People that they enjoy the they enjoy sitting at the table. And they enjoy seeing the story happen in front of them. And they enjoy rolling the dice and stuff. But they don't feel any urge to really change the plot or change the story. Because that's not what they enjoy. They want to basically, they want to hear a story 
told to them, which is totally cool. But yeah, yeah. Um, and so I, I've come to realize that's not me at all. Me either. I'm the one that just like takes everything and throws it out the window. But I think the biggest like defining moment of that campaign was because I was so new. Like I was going through the dungeon master's guide and I was just giving out magic items like candy, which <laughs> yeah, don't I'll say, say for the first time DMing like. I think that's really good. And just because it, it helps you realize like what all this crap does, you know? Um, and so I remember I decided to throw into the mix the deck of many things. Oh. And so for those who don't know what that is, that is like pretty game breaking magic item. It's like a deck of cards. You draw a card and literally like, Millions of different things can happen, including they can wish things, right? And so, of course, my players draw the wish card. And uh, the guy who used to be the GM, who is now a player, he wishes that this organization called the Shadow Cult never existed. And, of course, it was the very end of the night. And I was like, okay, that happens. We'll, we'll see the repercussions of that. The next thing. And, of course, the Shadow Cult, they've been tracking them down because they've been, like, doing all this bad stuff across the land, right? So I had to rewrite history that I had planned and figure out, like, what what would be the defining moment that started the Shadow Cult? What would have to be different for it to do? Like, I took it super seriously. And lucky for me, the Shadow Cult was actually the good guys. Um, And, of course, the good guys, which are the bad guys, which was the... uh, the light is what it was called, like the followers of the light. It sounds like it would be the good guys, right? But I was trying to subvert expectations, and turns out it was basically like this, you know, empire kind of organization bent on control, and they were happy to let the Shadow Cult do whatever they wanted as long as they could brand them as the bad guys because it was like, see, we need the light. And of course, the Shadow Cult was all about trying to bring down the light. Um, so, of course, they wished the good guys out of existence, and then they had to follow through with the original plan that this guy had made and they had to go back through all the towns that they had, you know, cleared and figure out a way to not do the evil thing. Like for example, the one guy, uh, he poisoned all the townspeople so he could get these crystals that grew on them. So they had to figure out another way to get these crystals without killing a bunch of people. Right. And so it was really cool concept just to see them have to remember the story that we had already played through and figure out how, if I was going to do this, not killing innocent people, how would I do it? Okay. Interesting. The, so about that game, how long did you all play that game then? Oh man. So we took it from level one all the way to level 20 and it was sort of milestone XP. And so it was probably almost a year and a half, though. It was still a good amount of time. But, I mean, in comparison, we've been playing the campaign that we're in now for almost two and a half years, and we're at level seven. Gotcha. Yeah. So I will say this, too. All right. And don't let this get to your head. All right. So I am also kind of like you, where I like to be the GM. I like to, you know... It's where I feel most comfortable. I like to make sure that everybody's having a good time and that, uh, you know, the things are just kind of going in a certain direction, the direction that I want them to go. And, but I will say this, there are not many people that I will, when I hear, like, I want to play, you want to play in my game? That I would like jump at it. But Jake, 
you're one of those people. I appreciate Yes, because Jake has a really cool gaming table, and I love playing at his house. That is why. No, no, no. Oh, yes. Yeah, yes. No, no, no. No, so, yeah, you, you, I think that our styles are very similar, um, but we do things a little bit. We do things definitely differently, but yeah, we're both more of a fly by the seat of our pants and actually super happy when the players kind of go off the rails. As long- well, I wouldn't say we fly the seat of our pants. I, we definitely prep and we prep. notes, but we don't railroad the players into saying, oh no, you can't jump off of this moving train and do whatever you want because I didn't plan for that, you know? Mm-hmm. And I think that's where we differ. Like, uh, Tom, do you remember we did the... The one thing, um, it was a dungeon crawl. That it was a one shot for the Woodburn Games, but formerly um, the Rook. Yeah, or, yeah, the Rook. Um, and Tom decided to jump into my game because he didn't. Wasn't <laughs> oh my word! Yes, tell the story how I ruined your game. Yes, well, no, you didn't. But uh, I had planned a dungeon crawl, and I was like, "Oh, I'll just walk the players through this little paragraph, and by the end of it, they will walk straight to the dungeon, and we'll get right on with it." Right. And, of course, Tom gets there, and I'm like, oh, you're at a crossroads to the left. You know, obviously, we'll go to the dungeon, and if you go to the right, you're going to end up at the town. And Tom's like, we should go to the town. And, of course, like, I had nothing planned, nothing ready, but I was like, okay, fine, because I knew Tom was trying to test me there. I was testing you. And so I I don't even remember what happened. I know, like, the one guy was going murder hobo on people. Oh, yeah. That might have been Alex. I don't know. He Whoever I, I know who you're talking about, that that person definitely wanted to go to the dungeon, though, and it made yes. sense the way that you set it up. It was very clear. You're like that. You're like, yes, this dungeon is this dark. Yeah, and there's a town over there, but this dungeon. You, it was all, and I was like, the town. Of course, you said we were escaped or not escaped criminals. We were criminals like that had been released recently. So it's like, of course, we need to go check in with our probation officer. Yes, and that's then, what it was. And then you're like. No, I'm trying to play Dungeons and Dragons. Why are you making this weird? And then so that was that. No, so that was that was a whole lot of fun. And then what was even funnier was that because I'm like running this event and organizing this event at this local bar that we played RPGs at, um, there was a, the, the, the time came where I needed to get off, get up and go do some more organizing. So I basically took Jake's game and <laughs> changed it completely. And then I was like, all right, I'll see ya. I gotta go. <laughs> Oh, it's 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 so good. No, but that's one of the joys of playing games. So that's that's that. So you've been running games for playing games for a while, uh, running games for a while, and then you've been on our stream. So you do a lot of stuff. I do. Yes. And so now it's time where we kind of we we know now about Jake. So now when you're watching the Ghost of Salt Marsh, and then when Jake does a really funny voice you'd be like ah yes i remember jake said he used to be in drama club that makes sense a theater major oh theater I major said. oh you were a theater major yes i didn't know i for some reason wait you were a theater major yes that didn't click because okay because you okay don't you see i'm so theatrical <laughs> you are theatrical i have a face for radio or podcasts <laughs> all right so no, very cool. So now you, you kind of have some context about why Jake's such a good player. And you've been in lots of local shows, too, right? Uh, yes, I have. <laughs> I had a, a local following. Yes. Okay. Hold on. Let's let's run down. All right. Pretty sure that you've... Hold on. Have you played Shrek yet? 
No, that it's still on my list. Okay, but you played the cat in the hat. No, I haven't played the cat. For some reason, Honey, you said you were. Didn't you say? No, I, I was Charlie Brown. Okay. In your good man, Charlie Brown. My parents did um, Susical, but I it was the kids show, so okay. I didn't do that. Never mind. Um, Charlie Brown, Cat in the Hat, same thing. But Jake does a lot of local theater production, and Alex, another player on our stream, also does a lot of local theater production. So now we're going to I'm going to pit them against each other for a. There's actually an up. Is isn't Shrek the musical coming to Cincinnati soon? It might be, yeah. The the theater in Blue Ash. I don't remember what it's called. The Blue Ash Players, maybe. Yeah, I don't know. It's the one that Alex does. Yeah, the East Side Players. East Side Players. Yes, that's what it is. Uh, they were talking about possibly doing Shrek so, the musical. And correct me if I'm wrong, but you all both are going to go out for the same role, then, right? It's possible. I, the only part I'm <laughs> worried about is the drive. Okay, so hold on. So you want to play Farquaad? I do want to play Farquaad. I know I have the face to play Shrek, but Farquaad, usually they cast a really tall person, which I am tall, and they have them on their knees the entire time. They put shoes on their knees so they look like, you know, the tiny little Farquaad from whatever. If you all both go out for that play, I will also go out for it. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Not for Farquaad, though. Okay. So anyway, so we're going to move on to our next segment, and that is called zoology 101 and in zoology 101 what we do all right typically what happens is michael will send me or whoever's on the show he'll send him hey we're going to talk about this monster all right um come up with some stuff to talk about but i have not sent jake the monster that we're going to talk about and I do not know the monster that we're going to talk about. So what I'm going to do from my shelf right here, but everybody likes to talk about monsters. We're going to pull out a copy of Morden. Don't do the monster, man. We're doing Morden Kane's Tome of Foes. Okay, here we go. Now, Jake, I want you to go ahead and pick a a letter. Pick a letter. Uh, J. All right. We're going to go with J. Uh, Jackalware, potentially. Let's see what we have here, though. There's a lot of D's in here. What if I tell you that there's no J's? I would not be surprised. I did not know I was picking the beginning letter of the creature, so does not surprise me. (laughs) Okay, there's no J's. Pick another one. (laughs) Okay, no J's. Uh, Let's see. Hey, cool fact. There's no monsters that start with J in Morning Caden's Tome of Foes. <laughs> Take that one to Jeopardy or Trivia Night. Let's do a T. Ooh, T. I bet there's something good that starts with T. Man, Morning Caden is such a good book. You know that? I do know that. I love Morning Caden's Tome of Foes. Okay. I know this. Oh. Okay, this is what we're doing, and this is perfect. We're doing turtles. Jake, do you know what a turtle is? A turtle? I do know what a turtle is. Give us the rundown. What's a turtle? Uh, it is a turtle that can speak, and it is bipedal. Okay, that's basically uh, it. Yeah, they. They were featured in Critical Role, I believe. Oh, really? I didn't know you were a critter. Uh, I'm not a critter. (laughs) (laughs) 
So, uh, turtle, turtles. Okay. Why did I just close this book? Because <laughs> <laughs> you have it all memorized. I like, I, this is ridiculous. This is how I run games, too. It's like, all right, that's a picture. All right, now let's make all of this up. So, no, so a turtle. They are a, they're, yeah, like Jake said, they're like a bipedal turtle person. And they are basically, they're not really, I wouldn't call them a monster. They're more of like a, an NPC that you can encounter. So, Jake, what, how would you incorporate turtle, turtles into a campaign? Uh, if I was going to incorporate turtle, it would probably be some sort of swampy area, right? Yeah. Uh, and looking at the art of this thing, it's moss covered. It has like a little spear. It looks kind of crude. Doesn't look like he has like any kind of bag or any kind of nice thing. So they definitely have sort of a tribal feel. Okay. Um, we we did mention at one point possibly one of my players, if their character died, they'd become a turtle, but they would all talk like they were on the bayou. Ah, uh, and be- they'd be like, "Ah, oh, we going down there, something there, on there," <laughs> just like that. And then there would be another guy who would just go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you, I know your group. You could never get them to do that. <laughs> oh no, that they would do it, and they would do it so much that I would be like, "Oh my gosh, I'm gonna have to kill this character off." Yeah. So, term, they're lawful good. They're lawful good. So you know what that means, right? They're boring. They're boring. <laughs> <laughs> no. All right. So. Now, this is the point where you ask me, say, Tom, how would you incorporate them into a campaign? Tom, how would you incorporate a turtle into your campaign? Thank you, Jake. So, as you all know, we've ran Waterdeep Dragon Heist, and I love the idea of taking something that doesn't belong in an area and putting it there, okay? So, turtles... Otherwise, ignoring the lore. Ignoring the lore, right? (laughs) (laughs) Yes, okay. Ignoring the lore. So what I would do is I would basically set up a turtle, like you said, they kind of says they kind of have clans. I would set up a small, like almost like a splintered, like like group of turtles that live within Waterdeep. And these turtles, they don't really, because they're not supposed to be there, they don't really um, show themselves too often. Um, mostly they'll come out at night, um, and they will just fight crime and take care of these different parts of the city <laughs> do they like uh pizza so hold on, hold on. don't ruin my joke all right so <laughs> yeah they would all have affinity for a certain color all right and then they would eat fantasy pizza oh. yeah okay and yeah they would all be really cool they would have like names like it'd be like elminster and morning canaan and two other wizards from <laughs> forgotten realms yeah that would be cool a totally original yeah yeah totally subverting the they war. would they would also be youths they would need to be youths you know so you can have that real spunk and then the angst does it say how old they can get it doesn't say, but I'm just, whenever I hear tur- turtle, I think of somebody, oh, hold on. It says, a life, most turtles, I'm not sure, but it says they can spend decades away from everything. Yeah, you can imagine, based on real turtles, they can live hundreds of years. So many years. So, all right, but that's anyway, that's a turtle. There's, man, there's so many cool stuff in 
more than Cadence. So, alright. So that's that. Alright, so the next thing is, we're supposed to do one more improv game. Oh. This is the one that I really don't like. What is this one? It's called Ten Things. Do you know Ten Things? I don't know Ten Things. Is there an improv game that you really like? Uh, do you know the question game? I don't. Let's do the question game. Since I've already, I've already basically taken Michael's detention format and absolutely destroyed it, we might as well change the games, too. All right. Check it out. Question game. You have to do a scene. It has to be coherent. Okay. And you can only do it by asking questions. And then you go until somebody loses, right? Okay. Give me an example. So it's like, hello, sir. Would you like a table for one? Why would you assume that? Oh, okay. Let's. All right. I feel like you. You need. I'm gonna let you start this off. Oh, you're gonna let me start this off. Okay. okay so we're gonna do the question game, folks. Okay. Are you here to make a withdrawal? Withdrawal of what? What kind of currency would you like to withdraw? The kind. <sighs> <laughs> the kinds. All right, let's let's try that again. Oh, see, see, it's hard. It's okay. really hard. All right, one more time. So that was just a that was just let Tom get used to the game. Now I know the game. Okay. Now, now we know it. Now we know it. So now I'm gonna start now. I'm gonna start now. Okay, you start now. How do you feel about all this sun? Why is it so bright? Why is your skin so pale? Why would you ask me something like that? <laughs> Why don't you think I care about you? Why would I ever think that? Why would I have any other reason not to love you? <laughs> okay, you win. <laughs> I was, yeah. <laughs> okay, so, okay, so. That's that. Way to go. You know, I like that one. That's a good one. That's a good one. Okay, so. Now we're going to close things out. Oh, well, if we're going to close things out, let's do one more game. Okay, let's do another game. This is an easy one, okay? This one is just called ABCs, all right? Do you know your alphabet? I, I do. Like, when you asked me to, when you asked me J, I did have to go, and then Jill, I could figure out, remember where it was. Okay. This is sort of the same concept, okay? We have to make a scene, but the first letter of the first word of the sentence that we're about to say has to start with a letter of the alphabet, right? And we go back and forth. So I'm like, are you able to come to my party tonight? Brother, I will not be able to attend. Come on, man. Don't make me start. You know, so it goes A, B, C, D, back and forth between the two. Okay, things. perfect. Let's do this. Does that make sense? All right, you start. Okay, I'm going to start. Anyway, as I was saying, it was a really, really fun night. But I do think it got quite out of hand near the end. Come on, man. It wasn't that out of hand. Don't you remember anything that happened? Uh, everything. Forgetful, I think you might be, my dear friend. Gross, you sound like Yoda. How are you going to bring Star Wars into this conversation that we're having about last night? Don't try to divert. I don't know, man. It's pretty easy when you're such a big nerd. Jake. <laughs> Do not call me a nerd. We need to talk about last night. Okay. <laughs> Look, I'm just trying to remember what what happened. Man, all right, here's what happened. You punched that dude in the face. No surprise there. Have you seen these guns in this rage? Oh! 
please stop just saying one letter words. Quit telling me what to do, man. Really? You're going to try to tell me, act like I'm not being mature here? Stop, stop, stop. Okay, I'm sorry. Let's get back to the discussion of you punching a man. Today, my hands really hurt <laughs> from punching that man last night. Unsurprisingly. Vietnam, just, you know, <laughs> when it gets you, it gets you. Flashbacks. What is wrong with you? <laughs> x-ray. Yeah, yeah. I need to go get an x-ray for these knuckles. <laughs> you are really hard to be friends with sometimes. Zoom, 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 zoom. That's me running away. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we did it. That was, a t- that, that was, a, that was incredible. We, I don't think I've ever been able to go through it with somebody all the way from A to Z. And we were pretty, we kept it pretty in line too. We start, you know. There was a story. There was a story. Okay. Well, anyway. Michael, write that one down. <laughs> right. That's a fun that's one. That's a really fun one. Lizzie, I could not come in clutch throwing me the alphabet right there because (laughs) (laughs) otherwise i would have had some serious problems okay i definitely did not have this child block image on the left side of my screen looking at it (laughs) for sure oh okay jay no so all right so last thing before we go all right last thing before we go all right it's a new year 2020 well actually you know we're we're in february not actually new but jake what is something rpg related that you're really excited for this year? Whether is it is it something that you're going to run, play, do, buy? I don't know. Is it that new Critical Role book? You know, it's it's whatever comes to mind. I've got two things, okay? Okay. The first thing is I'm really excited for the ongoing campaign that I'm doing with uh, your brother and the rest of my friends and my wife. I, I don't know if I've talked to you a lot about it, but... We, we've changed the format entirely, what it, at least what it felt like for me, where every single character has its own arc that I am exploring just like you would in a novel, right? And so everybody's getting their own spotlight, but it's not taking away from other people's game time. And so, for example, like there's all this stuff happening to your brother's character right now, but it's so easy when he can't make it that we can put his story on hold. And everybody else's stories didn't come to the forefront. And it's, I don't know, I'm really excited because we just finished with Alex's character. And it ended with him retiring his character. That's like, cool. it was just, yeah. And I, if we ever get a chance to talk like this again, we'll definitely go through what I call the tabula rasa version of gameplay. Um, I tried to post it on Reddit and everybody just yelled at me and made me <laughs> feel like garbage. So, hey, same. <laughs> But the second thing that I'm excited about, this is my nerddom coming out, okay. is I heard that there's going to be a Stargate tabletop RPG. Whoa, this is news to me. Yeah, a pretty st- sure it's based on SG-1. Yeah, are you a Stargate fan? I I love Stargate. This- I'm a bit, I can name, like, like well, I'm trying to watch it with my wife very slowly, and like I can literally look at the thumbnail and be like, this is what happens the entire episode, like the whole plot. Because I, I didn't have cable or anything at my house. We just had DVDs. And literally, I would just watch these DVDs over and over and over. That's hilarious. We should do. We're going to make a Stargate podcast. All right. This is where you are the expert and I know nothing. All right. Well, if that's the case, I have to be the GM. Because there's very important lore that we can't just throw out the window. 
who would that's ever, what my, who would my ever... twitch name is frenzied furling because furlings are a race in stargate sg1 okay you we, we all know the joke we've talked about this a lot i mean it, to each his own don't judge but like i did think that you were a furry there for quite a bit <laughs> So. Yes, yeah, I, I mean, know. I play Overwatch with that handle because, all the time. Because even your Discord avatar, you know, it was well, a koala. It's, it's it was, a koala with a gun. I know. It's like a frenzied furling. I don't know. Yeah, it's old, but I'm, I'm pretty sure that now. everyone will agree with me. Okay, so all right, what am I excited for? I'm what are you excited for? What Tom? am I excited for? So I'm excited for. Obviously, Jake is in my not just my the not just my um the, RPG the, the, Academy not games. the RPG Academy my home game. All right, and we are finishing up one of the best campaigns ever, and it is. I've talked about our faith campaign before, and it is. We're nearing the end of it. We don't have that many sessions, and this is going to be going on for now for like almost like a year and a half, and it is. So cool how things have happened. And so I'm excited for it. Not, I'm excited for it. I'm not excited to be like, oh, I can't wait for this to be over. I'm excited to, to get to the end because I want to see how it ends. And so that's really, I'm just anticipating what's going to happen. So I think it's it's going to be good. Don't you think, Jake? I'm very excited. It's going to be. I, I don't even know what my character is doing. My character has brain damage. So... Week to week, who knows what I'm going to do. No one does. You've got like an AI in there, all sorts of crazy stuff going on there. Super cool game. I'm excited for that. I'm excited to then do a new campaign. We're going to jump into Forbidden Lands, get back to doing some fantasy stuff because, um, yeah, it's going to be really cool. Lots of cool stuff happening. And then also, I'm sure we're both excited for a Catacon. Yada, 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 yada. You know, you know the drill. (laughs) I'm always excited for a Catacon. I'm excited for it. Okay. But anyway that's gonna be it that is detention that is um tom and jake you know just you know just chatting because we wanted to play some rpgs but we just couldn't tonight well i had a great time tom i think i appreciate you bringing me on (laughs) it's it's been a long time coming i've wanted to do this for a while i knew that we would just have to wait until um we'll do the next one when troy falls asleep again Mark. And Alex has influenza. <laughs> Mark it on your calendars. All right. So before we leave, um, is there anything that you um, you want you want to plug, Jake? Anything that you want to say before we go? Oh man. Here, here's the other thing that I'll plug, and it's really bad. If you look up Cringe Squad on YouTube, you can watch like the first six episodes of our Out of the Abyss campaign. It was the first campaign we ever tried to run out of the, out of a book, but we streamed it. And we got a little bit of a following, but it just, there was a big mix up with the internet and we moved and then we kind of just stopped streaming it. So there's not complete, but if you want a taste of uh, all this great GMing that Tom's talking about that I do, you can watch it on there. It's called Cringe Squad because it was all the Geek Squad guys and we thought that our jokes were pretty cringy. So do you know, I completely forgot about that. Yeah, that's actually the first time I ever saw you. All right, Caleb, my brother had told me uh, this is oh, I cannot believe he had told me about you. And I was like, yeah, whatever. And then I'm on Reddit. I'm browsing Reddit. And I just see a post that says Cincinnati local people streaming. And I click on it. And I'm just I'm looking at this Twitch stream. I'm not really paying attention. 
And then I see my Caleb sitting on a couch. I'm like, what? Why is my brother in this stream? And it was so random because he was on a stream and didn't tell me. Oh, that was hilarious. So, yeah, check it out. So, anyway, you all can follow me at BezcarTom on Twitter. Um, don't forget to go ahead and like and subscribe on Twitch. And then also go ahead and go to iTunes, um, whatever your podcast catcher of choice is. Go ahead and subscribe to the RPG Academy because we you can catch our audio-only versions of the Ghost of Salt Marsh. Trust me, they are way better than watching it live. <laughs> I get to cut out so many, so much, so much stuff. It is. He been... just cuts out all the times we make fun of Tom. I sound so smart in these. It's <laughs> the magic of editing. So anyway, so that has that. That's gonna be the show. So and as always, we will close every show with our famous saying. All right, you ready, Jake? I'm ready. If you're if having, you're having fun, if you're having, if you're having. <laughs> If you're having Is fun, that what we're supposed to say. Nope. If that's what you said last time. <laughs> if you're having if you're fun, having fun you're, doing you're doing it right. It right. See ya. <laughs> Thanks for listening to the RPG Academy podcast. We do this show out of love for the hobby and the desire to be ambassadors, welcoming more people into this community. All of our website content will always be free to use and utilize. But there are expenses related to the show, and if you enjoy what we do here, then please consider supporting us in some way. You can do so as simply as rating or reviewing us on iTunes or your podcatcher of choice. If you're going to purchase anything through Amazon or DriveThruRPG, consider using our affiliate links first, and then we'll get a small percentage sent back to us. You can do a single direct donation through PayPal using the paypal.me slash the RPG Academy. Or consider joining our Patreon campaign at patreon.com slash the RPG Academy. And for a donation as low as $1 a month, you'll get access to lots of extra goodies, including bonus minisodes, invites to monthly one-shot games, one-sheet adventures, and more. Please consider following us on Twitter and Facebook, or join our Discord, where we like to try to keep the conversation going with our fans as best we can, and are always looking to talk and chat more. Or do none of that. Just continue to listen and enjoy our show. Because honestly, that's enough. Thanks. And remember, if you're having fun, you're doing it right. We'll see you next time. The music used for our intro and outro is Fly a Kite by Spectacular Sound Productions, used under the Creative Commons Attribution Share Alike License.